Joined by my good buddy Sean Woodland and special guest uh, from the new rock stars, Tommy Bechtold. Did I just butcher no. your last name or did you get it right? Bechtold. You know what? You said it the way everybody says it. It's actually pronounced Bechtold, like a Instead of a C-H, that's not your fault. That's grammar's fault. Whoever, I mean, I have several older, what do you call older grandparents that could have changed this thing to make it more agreeable to the american okay. tongue but they didn't they didn't good they, okay they meant, i blame them so i'm fine Bechtold's fine but it is Bechtold. i do have to say point of point of clarification no i pl- appreciate that and also uh i'm gonna go double down on my idiocracy because i, I have a note here saying ask tommy how to pronounce his last name before you start recording <laughs> well, <close enough. laughs> right, above, right above my intro little sentence that i have written <laughs> well now you've told about it so he will get it <laughs> yeah, that's right seeing yeah hell yeah good stuff um also going to drop a little dime here. Uh, Sean Woodland interviewed uh, Katie Sackhoff today, uh, which will be, I believe, live tomorrow. Uh, Katie Sackhoff, a.k.a. Bo-Katan. I mean, oh, Sean gets tomorrow. Katie. It's airs tomorrow. Yeah, yeah. Uh, interview today it airs tomorrow. Parts. Yeah, because we it went long. Oh, she nice. Was just, and okay. like I told you guys the other, you know, it's so cool to meet someone you know who's that at that level who yeah. is so down to earth and so nice and so friendly that you're like, you are putting me on right now. But yeah, uh, it's the second time she's been on our show, and she's been that way both times. And it's like you, you like to see good things happen to people like that. So, oh yeah, wonder that's great. That's great to hear. Well, Sean, you get Katie, and uh, you know I get Tommy. I well, feel listen, like I feel like, I feel like the fact that Tommy is here <laughs> and, like, and I'm all... raises the credibility <laughs> of this podcast exponentially. No. You know, <laughs> doesn't <Dustin. laughs> it? It's gonna give you copyright stricken from. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> uh, well, the three of us are here. We're going to recap chapter uh, 24, uh, The Mandalorian, a.k.a. the season finale of uh, season three. Um, listen, guys, was it perfect? No. Did I love it? I, I freaking loved it. I'll just say that right out of the gate. I loved it. You loved and, it. Uh, were you... I did. I absolutely loved it. Um, what do you, are you just before we get too detailed? I just want to know how are you guys in the like the like it, the love it, the hate it category? I enjoyed it. Guys... I enjoyed okay. it. Okay. I'm on the uh, I'm on the high end of a like it, low end of a love it. I I had a great time with this season. I mm-hmm. I think overall I'm pretty pretty up uh, high up on these these Disney Plus Star Wars shows. They they kind of do it for me anyway. So I uh, you know I don't have a ton of complaints. I think you know this season kind of exposed maybe some of the more video game style writing uh, in terms of you know they're they're. Some things that were said by characters, other characters see, felt like placeholders or felt like, you know, felt like things that were, maybe there was an intention to add a little more to it. And then they were like, we don't have enough time. We spent all our money doing these amazing, <laughs> you know, sky uh, dog fights, space dog fighting scenes. So we're going to just leave sure. it in. But but overall, I thought it was great. I thought it was, I thought it was a okay. lot of fun. I like where the characters are now. I think that we're kind of at a, a soft reset in the series. And... Yeah. Yep, you know Favreau has said he wants to maybe do six series. There's six seasons of this show, so mm, I definitely okay. feel like there's they got a lot of places they can go now, certainly, and they're not beholden to the you know the reunification of Mandalore anymore. Like that kind of was like the North Star yeah, for the last uh-huh. season and a half or uh-huh. so. I felt like so, uh, you know, I'm happy. I, I, I'm satisfied with that ending for sure. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think that's a great point. But yeah, the way it kind of 
and we'll get there too. But the way it ended, it definitely is a nice kind of, they put a bow on it. It's definitely, you can go, they could take it from anywhere from here, especially anyway. if they're going to go do a few more seasons. So I'm, I'm interested to see where that goes. Um, but uh, episode seven pretty much picks off almost exactly where episode six ends. Uh, in the caves of Mandalore, they're under attack. Uh, Bo-Katan right away starts radioing out to Axe Wolves, who's on his way. He's flying to the cruiser. Uh, nice. She tells him, hey, Gideon, he pulled a little sneaky sneaky on us. He's got his freaking cave down here. And now we're all under attack. Cut to Mando getting escorted down the little hallway by two stormtroopers, which I just thought was kind of an insult to Mando. Mm. I'm mean, like, come on. What do you, th- you think two stormtroopers with their, I think with their was, track I, record? I think it was an insult that they didn't kill him immediately at the end yes. of the previous episode. It was like, there is nothing more you need to learn from this man. All he does is thwart you. You have the the uh, Praetorian uh, or whatever, uh, Praetorian uh, uh, guards or whatever. Just kill him. Kill him. Why are you, what, like, there's no, if you leave him alive, then his little green uh, magician friend is going to come and, and hurt you. If you kill him now while well, he's incapacitated, I don't know. That was it reminded thought. me of that scene from Austin Powers when Scott Evil's like, I got a gun in my room. Yes. I'll get it right now. Yes. It'll come out, bam, it'll be done. He's like, Scott, yeah. you just don't get it, do you? <laughs> yeah. I have to yeah. plan this yeah. over elaborate death. I'm just going to leave it plan and resume that goes to plan. It's like, exactly. <laughs> how did, I must have missed something because I did not remember Grogu sneaking in. Like, how did that happen? Yeah, I thought he was with everyone else. I did too. <laughs> okay. I'm going to, I'm Maybe not, he oh, just yeah, watched. Yeah, he was. He just watched Paz Vizsla the... die. Like he was like he could have saved Paz Vizsla, and he was like, ah, I right. gotta lay low for a second. <laughs> so I don't know. Maybe he like <laughs> I don't know how that happened, but I was quite surprised to see him there. Yeah. Yeah. Jeez, I I didn't I totally bypassed that. You're right. Yeah, because uh, that's another thing. Do not to backtrack too much in the, the last episode, but when and Sean and I talked about this, but when they had them all like trapped in the little room. Mm-hmm. Why are you not like gassing them or like doing yeah. something to like just get rid of all the Mandalorians right there on the spot? You know, if, but, you um, know my my my, my kind of like I guess rationalization or in my own head like how I make it make sense is like this base has probably been hastily built, right? Like they built it in secrecy in the in the mines of Mandalore, which the world or the galaxy was unaware or unsure if it was uh, habitable. So I, you know, maybe they has- didn't have the full evil empire uh trappings to their base at that point and they were like <laughs> that's true best that's best true. we got is a blast door with a window on it so <laughs> touche yeah. touche yeah uh i did when the last episode i really thought like when they were going to capture him that they were going to take him take his helmet off and i thought that was going to be some i thought that was going to lead to some other stuff too because of hey. uh, you know all the stuff all the rumors about uh pedro pascal not not showing his face so i thought like mm-hmm. this is a perfect opportunity to uh, or worst case, I thought maybe that is this going to be the end of uh, Mando, like Dinjar, and is this going to yeah. be like a Bo-Katan show moving forwards? Anyways, those are all the kind of things I was just kind of maybe hey. thinking that was going to happen. Uh, anywho, he's kind of wakes up out of it, and he's like, "Well, these two guys are going down. I'm going to do some kung fu on these dudes." He kind of takes one of them out, but then uh, one of those stormtroopers does a flamethrower, does the little lo- uh, lasso around his neck, and I thought that was it, right? Mandos get choked out. I have a question. Is Peskar not <laughs> yep. heat absorbent? Like, does it repel heat? Because if you put that much heat on that much metal that fast, doesn't that melt your head? Well, I was going to say, there's there's an interesting sequence because the guy, the, the trooper uses his flames and, and Din Djarin is basically unaffected by it. 
Then Din Djarin uses his flames, and that guy burns to death <laughs> immediately. Oh, yeah. you know, it's like... And, and, it, <laughs> and it says that they have the same type of armor, but I again, I, I'm unsure. I, I don't know if uh, what they were doing. I do know this. Anyone that has the flamethrower in that episode, in the finale, used it. There was so much... There was a lot. Like, boys love fire, don't they? Yeah, they do. They sure do. Yeah. Guilty as charged. I thought it was <laughs> yeah. dope. Yeah, for sure. I agree. Um... And then right before uh, right before Bando's gonna get choked out, here comes little Grogu slash IG twelve with the little hand crush thing and the little no no button, which is yeah. freaking adorable, by the way. So <laughs> um, so good. But uh, stop me if I'm wrong. Doesn't doesn't the IG eleven? Doesn't his head? Sh- wasn't it like a gun? Weren't those guns that shoot? Or am I just oh no? I he, think I remember no, right. he could he could like rotate his body around his head. Different, yeah. different oh, okay. I don't think those. I, thought, I think those were eyes oh, okay. out there. I thought those yeah, were guns. I'm like, how come you not start. shooting anybody? Okay, gotcha, gotcha. Okay, my bad. Um, so yeah, Grogu kind of saves the day. They kind of beat those two guys, and then he sprays him with the little little medicine stuff, which is also absolutely adorable because he's like, let me take care of you guy. We <laughs> spray <laughs> down, and he's like, no, I'm good, I'm good, I'm good. <laughs> um, and then uh, Bo-Katan and crew, they kind of they kind of rocketeer themselves out of the caves. Um, followed closely by the the hanging tie fighters like bats that I thought was I mean it was a small little detail but I thought it was super dope how they just dropped mm. down like bats and yes. then they took off I thought that was super cool has it have we seen that before is that is that the first time they've shown that or is that in, in any other I, I think movie the or thing show has been those the carriers that I think you see in Star Wars Rebels that have the tie fighters loaded in but they 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 just drop straight down and go okay. oh, there's okay. no like turning um cut to. Moff Gideon looking at MapQuest or something, and he's uh, he finds out that uh, Mando <laughs> escapes, and he's like, God, I can't do any, can't trust you guys to do a damn thing, you stormtroopers. I'll leave it to me. I'm going to go F this guy up, and he throws on his helmet. Mm-hmm. Um, Mando starts running around the right around the base, and he radios to R5 and says, uh, you know, can you make yourself useful for once in your goddamn life and give me some coordinates on this freaking <laughs> Gideon's lair? Once again, I am going to treat my robots like absolute shit. My droids are nothing to me. I, like it's so weird. The only droid that Mando respects is IG Eleven, and the rest he's just like, "Zagar like, R five, get in there, get in there, and do exactly what I said." I guess he is slightly appreciative of him, like towards the end of this. But poor R five right, right. at this point has like nine purple hearts through like seven wars. <laughs> Crazy. True. It's a good call. He does kill a mouse um, droid though, which I was proud of. Was Our fight gets hilarious. A kill this episode, so yeah, that was kind of that was super like hilarious. Um, he lands, so R five kind of floats down, lands on his base, and by the way, he kind of looks over the side. Is he like scared of heights or something? I don't. I didn't really. Get I don't that know. That part. was weird. I saw that. I noticed that too. The first thing he does is like scoot up to the edge and like look down. Yeah, I think uh-huh. he just adds to the feeling of peril. Yeah. yeah. Okay, you're right. Yeah, I was like, because you just flew down there. I don't think you have height. You're scared of heights. You're just you're kind of just there a second ago, buddy. <laughs> Anywho, Axe Wolf gets on the uh, gets on the cruiser and he starts sending everybody off the ship. Like, hey, go help Bo-Katan. I got this from here. I'm gonna, I'm gonna ride. I'm gonna ride this solo. So this is where I thought, especially the way that the guy who was in the command chair was looking at him. I thought Axe uh-huh. Wolf was gonna turn the guns on his own people and he was gonna be that other quote unquote spy. I was like, oh, uh-huh. here it goes. Oh no! Yep. And then that didn't happen. No, so I was like, yeah, oh, I yeah. for sure. I was like, "Oh, yeah, here I, it I comes." You been cool? Yeah, I, yeah, I thought so too. Yeah. Oh yeah. Do you, uh, uh, since that didn't happen, do you guys think that'd have been more cool if he was the bad guy, or you like how you kind of like how it played out? 
you know i think the because the the title of seven being the spies was kind of confusing i think ultimately the spies you know we talked about it on our show but uh, it just felt like that was just that secret society that we were yeah. like you know the like the, the shadow uh council or whatever that was with the spies because there were times where it seemed like maybe the armorer was the spy Axwell certainly volunteering like to get out of the fighting and be like, I'll go tell everyone was like, <laughs> I, yeah, I thought, I thought it's either the way the, the way the uh, movie gore, score was made it kind of feel like maybe he like, it was kind of menacing the entire time Not when he list. tells the guy who was in control of the ship, like, right. you go too. Everyone's got to go. Mm-hmm. Only I can be alone on this ship right yeah. now. It was kind of like, all right, what is this guy trying to do? Leave the laws. But, uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. Exactly. Uh, exactly. Yeah. That was, uh, yeah, same thing, which is, it's good. Kind of trick, kind of gave us a little trickaruski there, which is, which is cool. Um, mm-hmm. Which kind of leads to the next, I thought it was one of the coolest shots of the show where all the, um, you know, like all the smaller Mandalorian ships start going through the crowd, the clouds, and then like, what two or three seconds later, all the Tie Fighters shoot yeah. up through the crowd without a with a continuous yeah. shot. That that was pretty awesome. Which, by the way, if either one of those guys were a little like east or west kind of one <laughs> another, that'd have been just a bunch of head-on collisions. That'd have been a mess. I know. Well, oh, I know. Especially because <laughs> that 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 weather system that blocks everything out is like impenetrable, <laughs> yeah. right? Like it's oh, like there's no way they can right. sense each other either. That's right. Yeah. yeah crazy. Um. All the t- it was about twenty Tie Fighters are just blowing up the cruiser that Axe is in. Um, Axe is kind of saying like "Yippee ki yay" by the refers. I'm taking this sucker down to the base. I'm gonna ghost ride this all the way down. Um, yeah. Back to Mondo going up and he uh, starts to approach those the hallways. Very uh, very episode one-y style. Uh, that's that's very a word, video right? gamers too. The way it's like all right, you very got nine video. levels. You got to get like get the new mm-hmm. store. Like it was mm-hmm. it was cool though. I like which. That. I say, which I kind of loved. I love that. I, I thought that was pretty awesome. Um, and uh, he kind of tells R5, hey, I just want, you know, just one shield at a time. I'm going to start taking two at a time. And it's cool. Like, kind of what you say, it's a video game. Like, you get, you get like an okay weapon, then you get a little bit better weapon, then you get like the best weapon. And then, like, uh, I thought that was cool. Like, kind of le- leveling up each time. That was definitely, uh, definitely a very video game. Anyway, he gets to the last shield, and uh, R5 gets distracted by one of these little mouse droids because this little turd can't multitask or something. It's like, come on, you got one last thing to do, buddy. And I'm like, I know. Uh, <laughs> What's so, that mouse wait, droid going to do? I don't know. <laughs> other than just pass you. They don't do anything. They don't call anyone else wait, but other mouse just, droid. Yeah. What, they don't tell point, anyone you're, else. you're committed, you're in. Just lower <laughs> the damn shield. Like, right. I thought I thought they would, they'd at least learn, like, bigger more helpful enemies mm-hmm. but no nope, mm-hmm. they don't do that either, yeah. and do they have they always had um little sirens on there that's the first oh, time that was the first okay yeah i haven't seen that before i i also okay. thought that is very funny they have okay, their own yeah, little like those... ambulance sirens yeah, no. but they still do <laughs> yeah. nothing yeah. Just yeah. First first and, then, and then the blaster from r5 escaping knocks one off the side of the cliff which was yeah. i thought was <laughs> yeah that true said i thought that was hilarious too yeah just like yes. i wonder if i think that was like um Kind of like a uh, like a mess up in in filming, and they just kept it in. That's what it kind of seemed like. Yeah, <laughs> oh, I, I hope no? so. I, mean, I don't know. That's, okay. a, that's yeah. the type of ingenuity I want from my Star yeah. Wars. I like that. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so he clears the room. Uh, Mando kind of gets into uh, Gideon's science lab and come to find out that uh, Gideon loves himself some Gideon because he's got yes. a lot of Gideon clones coming alive here. Um, were you guys? Was that did that catch you off guard? Did you think he was cloning more Gideons, or do you think he was cloning others, other things? I thought there'd be a bigger well, reveal there. Yeah, 
I think I maybe did too. I, I, you know, the, the, we saw the grotesque kind of failed Snoke-looking clones, and was that was that season one or season two? It is uh, season zero. And it, uh, so I was like, "Are these going to be Palpatine-ish clones? What are we going to see here?" And mm-hmm. yeah, the fact that they were just perfectly formed Moff Gideon clones with a, minus the mustache was to me yeah. kind of like, yeah, <laughs> all right. Yeah. I just kind of felt uh-huh. like we got we got a, a you know overall. Moff Gideon, he's such a such a great villain, but it was like, I just felt like we 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 reached our Moff Gideon fatigue unless he did something like right, just as like this out of the open crime lord mm-hmm. that has been you know he, okay he escapes from jail we we don't see that they give, they do that to that mm-hmm. off screen we get him for the mm-hmm. last two episodes he kind of announces himself as this like I'm now creating the ultimate you know weapon which is like a big Star Wars thing I've made the ultimate weapon nine different <laughs> ways. I just was, yeah, I guess by this point I was like, come on, make the ultimate weapon not be you. But it, yeah. of course it was. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I was, I was kind of hoping because then this would be really pulling from the books that, you know, the Thrawn trilogy that you would see Luke Skywalker in there. Oh, yeah. Ooh, damn. Because they had, because of the hand at, at Bespin. That's yeah. how they wide up. But anyway, that guy was right. someone who, or look, you know, maybe it could have been yeah. a little mystery there. I was kind of sure. surprised it was just him. I'm like, that's it, huh? It was just you. <laughs> just boring. Yeah, Could yeah. you imagine if they made, oh my God, if those had been cloned Luke Skywalkers and like, oh, dude. They, they they had that crazy, the the um, the de-aging like technology. A, like, but if they're oh, clones, yeah, yeah, yeah. it almost plays in, it almost makes it easier because they're like the imperfections, they can just be like, well, they're clones, you know, they're not. Yeah, exactly. exactly. <laughs> some, they're not all. They're not all good. Some of them might really be shitty ones. <laughs> yeah, exactly. That's yeah. hilarious. Like the copy of the copy, of the copy of the cop. You're gonna. Yeah. Have a little... It's like the. Uh, That's right. It's the wish. It's the wish of clones. Yeah, yeah. exactly. The wish. It's a wish brand. Yeah. <laughs> there you go. Um, from there, after so he sees him, he's like, I don't like this crap. So he freaking blows up all those shit. He's gonna get rid of those. Get rid of all those guys. Uh, cuts to like the Mandalore survivors showing Bo-Katan and crew like. Fern Gully or something like a beautiful oasis of green grass and everything. <laughs> and mm-hmm. kind of, yeah, we find out that like yeah, Mandalore is like a big old ball of charcoal. It's like got some uh, got some reasons to survive, uh, save this yeah. freaking planet. Um, and then right about that time, here comes the armor like freaking radio walkie-talkie to Bo-Katan saying, "Hey, here comes your backup." And that's the th- uh, second thing I thought. Oh, here it goes. She's leading him right into a trap. Mm-hmm. Same. Same. And then that's the Instead, we get this amazing Rocketeer on Rocketeer fight where it's Which like, Which was the best part about this episode because then you think about yeah. all the action sequences that you've seen in Star Wars so that they've done, and this is the first time you've seen something like that. I thought it was that, oh, that yeah. delivered. That, that was, was incredible. That was, loved it. that's an all time, that was like an all time fight. Cool. I was just like, I was just loving it, dude. I was like, this is freaking awesome. And it looked good. It didn't look like cheap, you know, or cheesy or anything. Like everything looks smooth. Yeah. And I'm like, yeah. oh, this is like kind of maybe how it actually looked like. Right. Um, somebody's got to get uh, the armor like a blaster or something. I mean, it looks cool with the hammers, but it's just <laughs> not practical. The physics of swinging practical. that hammer around, I yeah. don't know that that... I'm pretty sure you probably blow a rotator cuff or, yeah, exactly. or like a <laughs> fairly <laughs> hyperextended elbow anytime you make yeah. impact like that. Yeah. <laughs> but no, it looks... I mean, one of the cooler sequences visually maybe yeah. in any Star Wars thing. So, it, but mm-hmm. I mean, we're yeah. lucky for that. Yeah, and that's why I think sure. you like... You know, you go to Star Wars, you want to see something new and something kind of... Oh man, that's awesome! Or that you've yeah. never experienced yeah. before. And I thought I really thought that delivered. I was like, "All right, that's well no, done." That was awesome. Yeah, I thought that was super. Cool. I was like, I was kind of like going, "Oh crap, this is amazing!" Uh, and I also think like that kind of stuff, like the the quality of that, is what kind of puts the Star Wars 
um, universe shows, especially yeah. like above like the Marvel shows. Cause I feel like the Marvel shows sometimes look like they're just like, who'd you guys hire to do this entity? This looks like kind of, kind of cheeseville. And so yeah, I, I always I mean, think I, Star Wars does a good job. I think Marvel gets maligned pretty hard for their, you know, their effects and, and the, and the, and kind of the pacing of their shows. Sometimes mm-hmm. fairly, sometimes unfairly, but yeah, it's definitely, it's definitely, uh, yeah, I, I think this, the Star Wars Disney Plus has by far been the superior uh, TVification of these giant franchises for sure. Yeah, yeah I, I don't know. I like Loki a lot. Loki's I, amazing, and I'm excited for Loki season two. I, I, and yeah, WandaVision was fantastic. I liked all yeah. three of the ones that I watched. And <laughs> I thought they were really good. And I think I think some of the Star Wars have actually under under delivered. I mean, I think Book of Boba Fett was just well, oh, yeah. We don't like to talk. I wasn't about terribly that. impressed with Obi Wan, but absolutely loved Andor. I think Andor is the best. I, one. I listen. I like the two episodes of Book of Boba Fett that were uh, Mandalorian. Mandalorian, Mandalorian. <laughs> right? Yeah. Season two point five. Yeah, that's exactly right. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, whenever you have a show called uh, Boba Fett and there's no Boba Fett for two straight episodes, something's up, dude. Something's going on. I wonder, on. like, yeah, well, I don't want to sidetrack this, but I just always no, imagine, okay. like, at what point in the creative, if they had always known, they're like, we have these two episodes of Mandalorian that we want to tell, but we don't, they don't fit into season three and they don't fit into season two. And they're like, the soup on Boba Fett's Fett is so thin. Let's just throw yeah. these in. No one's gonna care, yep. and no one did care. We were like, "These are the they best episodes like, oh, of the thank season." Thank God, so. you know, it's finally yeah. just, the <laughs> something's <laughs> happening. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so after that bodacious battle scene, uh, Din Djarin finally makes it into like Gideon's lair. Uh, Gideon's pissed, by the way. He's pissed that like, all this work <laughs> killed my killed my kids. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's not pleased with uh did jarwin's uh last 20 20 minutes or so um and then turns into a pretty badass little battle scene between uh between uh mando and gideon and, cut, and like kind of find out that like his his suit's kind of iron man-y like there's some like built-in yeah. mechanisms in there and like yeah. makes it a little bit stronger a little bit faster a little quicker so yeah. um he's just a better fighter so he's whooping he's whooping some uh some mando's ass uh it's like it's like his his suit was like on steroids or something like a superhuman yeah. suit um and but right in the middle of the two, these freaking what is it, like uh what are they called uh, pe- uh peloton no not peloton I mean the pre- <laughs> I get, I, 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 guard. the Praetorian guards or the Praetorian guards <laughs> yeah, yeah. Praetorian I, I always yeah. mix up with it. they're not yeah. they're not coming in on exercise bikes is what you're saying <laughs> pelotonian <laughs> they're guards. not peloton yeah. pelotonian guards oh you just reminded me I have to I have to cancel my peloton monthly <laughs> subscription because I'm sharing it now with someone I used to just okay. have my own and I, Oh, good. Hang on. We're helping each other here. This is there great. You, there you, you go. You call the Peloton guards for that one. I'm sure they'll be. That's right. Thank you for my Peloton guards. Uh, not a sponsor, but they could be. It should be. They could, they could and be. should. Um, but uh, these guys, they come out of like, they're like David Blaine style. They come out of nowhere every we're, time. We're and they just dudes. like. I think, I, I will say these guys to me justify just a little bit why the, why there was a nation of evil people in episode nine that were just living in the grounds of Exegol, like waiting for their like star destroyers and that we I, I mean like you know you can joke about it but you can also seriously be like they're these sith cultists right who are not sith they're not like they're they maybe are force sensitive but they're not using the force so do they have is there a meal plan like what do they do like they have to eat right like they have to they have to eat they have to like have maybe some sort of social like at least like teachings of the Sith or like, you know, like 
yeah. know, like a, a vacation Bible school or something where they're like, you know, they're teaching them the ways of the system. The, these guards to me are like the prototypes for that, right? Like they're these like weird, silent Literally. people that just kind of exist only to come in and kill. I'm like, all right, yeah, okay, uh, that I buy. You just make deranged, but they're smart enough to learn to be skilled fighters. So it's mm -hmm. like there's a there's a gap in the logic, a little bit of like, what what are people doing? Like, what are the? I mean, there's a thousand robot chicken and Family Guy sketches about it, but really, it's like when you think about it, like if you are just a killing machine, who those guys are kind of mercenaries, right? They go like where they're assigned, and so like we don't, but they're probably you know. The the answer direct probably to the 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 emperor, but at this point <laughs> everyone thinks he's dead. But is you know we know floating around as a space ghost, uh, <laughs> pulling some puppet strings. But anyway, I, yeah, I don't know. I like those those, those red devils. They they convince me. Uh, they convince me that they of of what, how there could be an entire planet full of cultists that can operate <laughs> spaceships. And I think too, it's yeah. in Johnson. I mentioned this is like what's whether you like those movies or not. I certainly thought they were not very good after seven was at least they're tying some things together at least there's some connections sure. so that's cool absolutely <laughs> yeah <laughs> uh yeah at the very least they look cool those red guys look they look pretty bad oh, awesome. yeah. yeah yeah and they always come out in slow motion you're like oh shit something's about to go <laughs> down something <laughs> very bad is about to happen here <laughs> And by the way, why is it always three on one? If you guys are so badass, why is it always three on one? <laughs> exactly. Something's they do got... tend to attack one at a hey, time. Wait a second. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> Sons of guns. Uh, and so, yeah. Anyways, they're taking it to uh, they're taking it to Mando, and then um, Grogu is just like he starts freaking out, which is probably one of like the his facial expression was like the angriest I've ever seen him look. Oh yeah. Way, with his little, he was like no, and so he just starts dropping the no bombs. And they get distracted. They're like, oh, okay, well, we're now ready to come and do three-on-one on your ass right now. Uh, yeah. They back him up into this room, which the door is conveniently closed behind them. <laughs> and uh, nice. um, cuts to uh, Bo-Katan doing some, like, awesome kind of stunt flying, like sliding on the on the, yeah. on the the uh, landing service and then do a little knee, kind of knee shoot from a uh, little yeah. rocket yeah. out of her knee. That, that was pretty badass. Very... Uh, uh, Boba Fett from uh, season two, season one of uh, Mandel. Didn't he do that? Like yeah. when they first meet, when Mandel, yeah, Mandel meets a. Uh, it makes me think those seem like very like gunfighter westerny moves, right? Like those <laughs> like that. Like someone did that onto like a uh, a mechanics board in like the 50s mm -hmm. and 60s in the hills of California. Like they shot like <laughs> yeah. a dolly shot of a guy like sliding along <laughs> shooting. Uh -huh. She had some pretty dope poses though, like her knees yeah. out and everything. Like, she did actually, she's very action herself too. No oh, kidding. She nice, yeah. dude. They let her yeah. one. There's, that's cool. Yeah, those are those are some cool shots. This is cool. I'm down with that. I'm I'm cool for some cool visuals. I like all Absolutely. that stuff. Um, so the Praetorian guards, uh, they f up RG12. They take that guy to pieces and yeah. Yeah. Uh, Grogu. RG. What did I say? IG. IG12. You you said I you said RG3. Robert Griffin the third. Yeah, like, yeah. he's not a league anymore. So I was thinking he's not he's a, a, Okay, yeah, so. he's commentating. Uh, yes. yes. <laughs> RG three, and I'm sure he RG3 would have three out of nowhere scene as well. Yeah. <laughs> uh, thank God you guys are paying attention because I'm just butchering the and shit. Tommy out of all these guys. <laughs> back to old Josh. <laughs> I mean, this is, a, this is brutal. This is brutal. No, you're, you're doing great. Through. You're doing great. Come on, how many goddamn names are we supposed to remember on this show? I know, oh, Everyone's got a different name. Ig you know twelve. What? None of these people are real. You know, it was real Abe Lincoln. Okay. And I don't Whoa. forget his name. All right, come on. 
You should see my first rough draft of the stuff. It's like little green guy with like big red dude. It's oh, like, yeah. I don't have no idea he's a fucking Oh my God. Thank go God for Wikipedia, uh, <laughs> yeah. the fandoms, the fandom site. If, if that yep. site didn't oh, exist, sure. I would have lost my job years ago. So <laughs> yeah. listen, we're all frauds. And or anyone, actually, I, I don't take it back. We're not frauds. Anyone who claims that they know every single name and 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 everything of alien the species head, is, yeah. like, is are lying to you. And you know yeah, what? Off the top of their head. Don't yeah, let them bolt. Yeah, full. Full of F. Yeah. yeah, full of F and crap. But uh, Grogu, he does like a little, he hops out of a little sucker and he lands on yeah. a little, like little lighting above and he starts doing some like high stepping and these little, these little, uh, yeah, uh, guards can't get him. And like, I, I thought it was kind of, uh, by the way, beautiful lighting setup, Gideon. I mean, he did not yeah. hold back on the a interior design. Yeah. a giant ring light up top, pointing, like, <laughs> pointing down. Like when did Pristine. he have time to order that? He's yeah. like, first, he's like, no poisonous gas in the vents. That's gonna say that. Give <laughs> me the circular no, light. Can't afford that. Can't afford that. But the ring, I'm <laughs> yeah. putting that in. Got to show that out to the other warlords. That's important. And Shit give me beautiful. those really inconvenient shields in the hallway yeah. that go uh, one at a time. Yeah. Even <laughs> for me. Too much permitting. You know, just don't want to go through the red tape. <laughs> Hang on, a little. That's the deal. <laughs> Definitely a flex. Definitely yeah. a Gideon flex for sure. Yeah. Although he is, I um, mean, he, he is. That is the the hubris of the Star Wars non uh, non Force uh, <laughs> villains are like that they're fancy men, right? Like Ben Mendelsohn's character or Mendelssohn's character well, in, in Rogue One had his like flamboyant cape and like yeah. you know his yeah. his like leather gloves. Like they do, they are a lot about the uh, the details and the fashion. Like they. They've got to make up for it. They can't fight with lightsabers and push things with their mind and um, hands. So they've got to like do some interior decorating that's going to scare you a little mm-hmm. bit. So I, I don't blame them. I'm all for it. I don't it. hate it. Yeah, I don't hate it. It was freaking, it was beautiful. Yeah, I think it was um, great. Like, like a third or the fourth like juke that Grogu does, I noticed he, yeah, I feel like he was kind of giggling. He was kind of yeah, laughing about it. I think he's having a little yeah. bit of fun. I think so. I think so. It's just I was waiting. Were you guys waiting for him to do like the, um, Attack of the Clones with Yoda, like uns- unfurls in his like oh, suit. Yeah. I was waiting for him to be like to like grow a foot, like be like I'm secretly much taller. <laughs> but uh, that didn't happen, and I'm glad. Yeah. I'm glad it didn't happen. Yeah, for sure. Uh, cut back to Mando just continuing to get his ass kicked by a Gideon, um, and uh, right there too, I was like, oh, this could be. I was starting to think, I'm like, oh, they're gonna are they going to kill him off? I thought for a second, mm-hmm. I was like, oh, maybe they're just, maybe they're just going to take him all the way down. I was like, oh shit. I was kind of, hope- I don't like, I, I'm glad they didn't because I love freaking Mando. Um, but then right, right before shit goes too South, here comes Bo-Katan coming in. Boom. She kind of saves the day and says, Hey, go, uh, go save your, go save your kid. Which by the way, how did she know that? Yeah. How did she know that? Right? I think, you know, I think she's the, she's the mother. The mother always okay. knows. She's yeah, like, okay. go she's save gonna... our kid. Yeah. And then okay, he's like, what? He's like, you don't <laughs> She's got the instincts. Um, <laughs> and so we have another face-off between Gideon and Bo-Katan. He's like, uh, so you haven't had enough, huh? You're thirsty for more kind of thing, right? A little Macaulay Culkin. Yeah, uh, <laughs> I like that he the offered lo- her a warrior's death. Yeah. He's like, hand, he's like oh, just yeah. surrender down, I'll give you a warrior's death. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. No biggie. Um, I, love the, uh, I love the pulling out of the Darksaber. Then Gideon pulls out his freaking boa, double-sided mm-hmm. purple electric yeah. boa thing bow. yeah um bow staff uh bow staff right electro my, staff my... is what yep. the most short the one-sided ones are. i don't know if it was a two-sided electro staff or what uh, okay all right well, Take whatever it, easy, it was Tommy. it was intimidating Take it and easy. Yeah. <laughs> yes yes that, it was badass 
uh, again, and the way he looked and everything, it was pretty much like Darth Maul 2.0 kind of looking looking vibes going on right there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I liked it. Uh, so the Praetorian guards finally get uh, Grogu. And by the way, I'm saying Praetorian really fast because I don't know how to pronounce it all the way. Ray, so I hope you guys don't notice. <laughs> okay. Like Ray. I'm trying to say it fast enough so you guys don't. Ray Torian. Torian. Ray Ann. Yeah. Praetorian. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Guaranteed. <laughs> Next time I just say it, it's not going to be right. Okay. Just you guys right. Know. Okay. Okay. Good. <laughs> finally get a hold. Finally get a hold of the little shithead and like, oh, this is, is this the end of Grogu? Which you god dang know it's not going to be that, because he's yeah. a ca cash cow from hell. We've got toys uh, to sell, boys. Get want... those guards off of him. <laughs> get those Kenjian guards off of him. <laughs> <laughs> that's what i said that's what i said uh, so um and so right then here comes mando kind of saves the day and i thought that was a freaking bat that whole fight he was dope where they right. kind of were helping each other out and finally grogu's using his powers and they're like a nice little unit and they just kind of effed up those uh those guards those red guards there were some mm -hmm. uh, i mean it wasn't terribly violent but for star wars it was no no like oh man Best I think you know, this is the most anyone's ever been stabbed by a blade in Star Wars. It's not laser, right? Like, exactly. These were straight up buck knife stabbings. Oh, yeah. Crocodile Dundee style. Yeah. I wanted to see, going back to that sequence with the shields, on the last guy where he shoots him, I wanted to see like empty him like five or six because he was just pissed. So throw this, yeah. Like, yeah. yeah. Pop, pop, pop. Yeah. Yeah. A little mean, you know? And shits are few in the air. Yeah, exactly. Ah! <laughs> Your lighting system in here, too. <laughs> Take that shit down. Yeah. That's hilarious. <laughs> um, little kind of small detail, but I noticed, uh, you know, Grogu wasn't really that tired, as he has been in the past from using his, uh, you know, using the Force. So I feel oh, like he's yeah. getting, getting uh, better at it also, or whatever. You know, is he going to collapse now? Or? Yeah. Because that may Also, be you got to wonder, where oh, has this been? Like, why didn't right. you bring this out earlier? It's like Voltron with the right. sword. Why didn't you just start there and save us all this trouble? Well, he had uh -huh. his IGA. I think he wanted to use his IG-12 because he could talk with him That's and he felt fair. more heard. But uh -huh. also, I think, you know, one of the things I forgot during this fight scene is that Grogu has armor now underneath his little yeah. burlap sack. So I'm uh, like, a lot yeah. of the, the damage he was taking was probably not as significant because of the That's his first Beskar plate yeah. that the armorer gave him uh, a couple yeah. episodes ago. So, anyhow, uh, sorry. Yeah, that was just my yeah. No, no, no. That, that, I, actually, I forgot about that too. Good, uh, good uh, reminder there. <clears throat> uh, back to we go right back to. By the way, I keep saying back to, and I would like to say props to the editing team for this for uh, this episode because I think they did a, a, there were so many cuts. Yeah, but I yeah. thought it was like beautiful, beautifully well done. Like as far as like the storytelling part of it, it was like it was seamless, and I thought it was like. You're going over here now. Now you're over here. Now you're over here. But it was like, it was the perfect flow. It wasn't so, disorienting at all. Uh, like, you could follow mm, it pretty mm, easy. Mm. I loved it. And it was just like, so, I was like overwhelmed with like, so much action going on. It was freaking great. It's a fun, it was a fun ride. Sure. Gideon's effing up Bo-Katan because he's got the, you know, the power suit on. Um, And then it, out of nowhere, this jackass breaks the dark saber. Yeah. Dear God pretty almighty. Easily. Yeah. Just yeah. with, with, with his power glove. He's like, but you know what? It was time. <laughs> I mean that that weapon needed to go. It's a mm -hmm. it's a cursed weapon. It has never yeah. done good. It always leads to the demise. Whoever has it. Also, this frees up Mandalorian to be a lightsaber free show because we know in the summer we're getting Ahsoka, which is going to be a lightsaber full show. Mm -hmm. So it's fine with me if we move the lightsabers over to over to Ahsoka and we keep this mm -hmm. in the world of you know. I like the force. I like the fact that people know about the Force. They know that it's real. Din knows that Grogu has the Force. Din is protective of Grogu using it in front of people. 
but mm-hmm. I don't think it needs to be. I don't think there needs to be a uh, uh, a weapon that is, you know, even a hybrid Mandalorian Jedi weapon. I'm glad it's gone. I think it's it's too much of a of a distraction for for the storytelling. So get it out. Good. Well, and I'm I also yeah, I like it. Symbolic of the fact that Bo Katan is now doesn't matter what she owns. She is accepted as the the leader. Right. And so in mm-hmm. destroying mm-hmm. that, it was sort of like anointing her as the the, the yep. true and you know you don't you don't need a sword like we're gonna follow you mm-hmm. uh-huh. agreed quick prediction quick prediction you think uh they're gonna totally write it off or gonna be like oh no we saved the crystals or no. we're gonna make a new one okay no i'm with tommy i, I think, think it's gonna really do that yeah okay I, I mean i hope it is too because i think it's i like when it's like that yeah. and i'm like oh, i'm gonna bring it back yeah. yeah like at the end of season four they're like we have something for you yeah and it's the dark saber i hate that shit Oh yeah, exactly. Although, yeah. although I'm about to praise them doing that in ten minutes of when you get we can move further down this episode. So, <laughs> so, yeah. uh, so he breaks it and he drops the line. Uh, you know, Mandalorians ain't shit without your trinkets, pretty much. And she's okay. like, "I doesn't matter because we're stronger together." Boom! Here comes Bando. Open fire. Grogu doing his whatever he's doing. Yeah. Uh, and then he, right about the time, Bando does some comes... cool knee sliding. Now it's it his is. turn to knee slide. Mm-hmm. He looks badass too, action yeah. figure esque. Um, and so they're kind of distracting him, and then here comes freaking Axe uh, Axe Wolves coming in with his ship and plows through the base, and everything, and explodes. And he, oh, here comes Ma- uh, Moff Gideon in fire. Which, by the way, God dang it, he better be dead. So help me, yeah, he's dead. They have to so, clear the decks. They have got to clear the decks for Thrawn. Like he, yeah, he, he can't he's have to he's got to be dead. And if you try and tell me that that was a Moff Gideon clone. And the real Moff yes. Gideon is somewhere else. I'm going to be furious. Mm-hmm. No, furious. You got to write him. letters angrily to John Favreau, and I'm sure they'll be read. And they'll yeah. be like, "Okay, Ugh. they'll be sweating." And like the letters will be doused in water. They're like, "What happened to this?" Like the guy who wrote it was very sweaty. That's uh, that's this was the guy is pissed. Yeah, it's back off. Back off, this guy. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, there's more like that. And, it seems like he got blown to smithereens, but like, I kind of need to yeah. see his head removed from his body to be fully convinced yeah. that the guy's dead. You know, he's dead. God, I yeah. hope so. I, I, I hope so. I hope so. Yeah, I hope so. Yeah, that, I think, I think also, also he did the grave like T pose around a baked potato. Like he was, right. he's yeah. incinerated. Yeah. There's no, yeah, he's yeah. gone. Yeah, it seemed like it. He's, he's... Uh, but you know, thanks to little Grogu in the force, he puts this nice little force field around, uh, you know, the three of them, Bogotan, Mando, mm-hmm. and uh, Grogu, and it saves the day, which is adorable. And again, after all that, which I'm sure probably took a had a shitload of energy, he kind of just takes a little seat. You know, he's not too yeah. tuckered out. He's just kind of like he does, do, he does a, a nice little like, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> he like yeah. sits down and is like, that's the, that's it. I've done enough. I'm yeah. a child. I'm 54 years old. Right now, leave <laughs> me alone. Yeah, exactly. Have you guys seen Bulletproof with uh, Adam Sandler and David Waynes? No. Oh, God. Com- Not in a long old, old time, comedy. but yes. Yeah. Yes. There's a part, I, I say it all the time, but there's a part where, like, they, you know, David Waynes uh, is transporting Adam Sandler to the to the, to the the prison cell, and the plane's going to crash, but Adam Sandler, like, goes and lands it, and he's like, I saved our fucking lives. <laughs> I say that all the time. That's exactly what I was thinking about with Grogu. Yes. He's like, that's who he did. Just saved our, just saved our after lives. Yes. Um, <laughs> From there, we go over to the living waters, and they're kind of just wrapping up the uh, wrapping up the baptism of um, Paz Vizsla's kid, which well, I forgot his name. Yeah, Ragnar. Yeah, yeah, but it was another open water with a giant monster lurking feet away from them. But they're like, <laughs> you know what? It's a different monster. It is. It's our so monster. So we've learned 
We've <laughs> learned almost a lesson, I guess. Yeah. But good for that. Um, but uh, kind of a big day for, um, what's it, Ragnar, right? Is that his name, Ragn- Ragnar? Yeah, yeah he's, Ragnar. He's a, yeah, Ragnar. Yeah. Big, big day for Ragnar, but, uh, it's, you know, uh, didn't jar in that a hole. He only lets it happen for about thirty seconds because he's like, "Well, I'm going to take this. I want to take some of the shine away from you and let you get everybody know that I'm going to be adopted, uh, baby Grogu." Which I kind of thought that was already. I kind of thought, thought that was already yeah, that was like, right? yeah. I guess I misunderstood what a foundling was. But yeah, like, too. foundling yeah. just means you could like kick him anytime to the curb. Apprentice <laughs> means he's yeah. your son. I guess. I guess so. so yeah. Um. Also, just a little. It's just a nitpicky thing, but. I'm curious why he's given the surname like Din, like the first name, but then like Bo-Katan mm. Kreese and her sister have the same last like surname. I wonder why they did that. I don't know. That's a good question. It's not a really big deal, but I was just, yeah. No, I, was just I like, like that. That's, why that is, is a good thing. I wonder oh. if maybe different, uh, much like, you know, culturally in, <laughs> in, in our world, people's names like are read different ways, backwards and forwards, maybe Mandalorians, depending on what, uh, tribe you are in they they do names differently in that the I former tribe is. known as death watch now now no more maybe that's how they do their names as Touché. opposed like, to the what are they, the like night it. owl i don't know i'm just that's just you know i just oh, remember yao ming like was ming yao in china like <laughs> brown's like wait a oh, second okay yeah they're like yeah his name is okay. actually backwards and well backwards to us well, forwards that. to him in his country uh-huh. so i th- <laughs> that's my sole basis for this hypothesis i'm sure it's <laughs> Better than sold, anybody. Right. <laughs> and uh, I'm sure you guys noticed too that all the Mandalorians were in their helmets. Thought that was kind of cool. Yes. Maybe mm-hmm. like a respect, yeah, yeah, respect thing, I guess. Yeah. yeah. Very cool. At least they could do. Uh, yeah, it's the least they could do. Uh, so yeah, he's uh, he's I guess their father son now. And then right around that time, uh, Grogu sends like a telepathic tweet to the Mythosaur down in the waters, which I was kind of like, man, why is he? I was kind of hoping for the Mythosaur to make an appearance. Oh, you did. Kind of, you do. I wanted him. To, I wanted him to emerge out of the water. Yeah, we yeah. just lurk, right, right. like come up and like look at him. Be like, all right, you're cool. Something, and just go back yeah. down. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Hi yep, everyone. Something. Yeah. Hi. <laughs> yeah. Bye. <laughs> okay. Bye. I'm gonna go sleep again. Huh? <laughs> He's no all one grumpy and me. slow. Yeah. No. He's got yeah. like a. Steak or something, <laughs> kibble I can eat. It's all, totally de- all depressed. I'm gonna throw a ball. <laughs> uh, I miss my wife. <laughs> God, this Mythosaur sucks. Oh, hey, the- yeah, you know all right, what? guys, Go let's back tell, down. Them, tell them where. Tell them we're all gonna come back in five minutes. Yeah, let's just... get the hell out of here. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That's hilarious. Uh, so I guess they're pretty much saying that Grogu is gonna be the one riding the sucker, right? I, I think I, so. I yeah. what they're implying. Gotta yeah. be. Gotta um, be. Yeah, because I, I remember I because you know what's funny is like I thought this whole retaking of Mandalore would happen way later, and that uh-huh. he would be the one that actually led them as a fully uh-huh. mature Jedi to do that. And that you know who knows it's not done yet. You know they they just kind of got there. You know the Empire is still out there. So anyway, but yeah, I could, uh-huh. I could absolutely see that. Yeah, because uh-huh. I also remember uh, Book of Boba Fett with Grogu kind of tames the Rancor, Rancor. Rancor, yeah, yeah, kind of tame. So, yeah, he's just all about taming beasts. You know? Well, he's he got like, the force, and he, yeah, and he, he had a connection with the Mudhorn as well in uh-huh. season one when he flipped oh, them upside shit, down. that's right. Yeah. That's right, yeah. Come to chill Dang, out. He's just a, uh, he's just a beast tamer. Uh, so it all goes the beast down. They took Mark yeah. Singer. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That movie should be running on TNT uh, right about now, shouldn't it? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> 
We got to get out of here. I got to go watch. <laughs> yeah. Wow, that's such a good flick. The Beast Master. What a good movie. Or in Sorcery Film. Switches over to uh, Mando meeting up with uh, Carson Tiva and Dave Filoni. They're at the yeah, just hanging out Republic uh-huh. HQ. Yeah, Bard is chilling. Uh, Mando gets some uh, some contract work, and the uh, one of the upfront payments is a piece of the uh, the IG eleven head. Yes, um, take that sucker back to Navarro. Gives it yep. to uh, um, Grief Carga. Says, "Hey, here's your new um, sheriff." Yeah, Zealous. yeah but that was one hundred percent to take that robot away from his son that he yeah, didn't exactly. like. He was like, "Let me let me disguise this act of kindness." That, that is actually an act of selfishness because I don't want my son walking around with this robot that t- says two words to right. me anymore. He's like, I'm going to give you a marshal. Isn't that nice of me? <laughs> Asshole. <laughs> uh, and so Grief's like, sweet. Uh, here, I'm going to hook you up with a little casa outside of town. Um, yeah. And, wait, and then, sorry, just to point out. And again, I love, I love this show. I loved this episode. This is when the most video game line of the entire series came out, and he goes, you can stop there in between missions. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) And then that was it. And I was like, I expected like a little triangle button to appear above his head and be like, ask more questions. It was like, (laughs) okay, so this is our home. Travel to cabin now, go to ship. Exactly. Exactly. Anyway. Uh, They're doing their uh, best, guys. They're doing their best. They they are doing it. I like it. They end the show with uh, Mando chilling on the porch, watching uh, watching his new son torture animals. The helmet was coming. That's off. right. I thought the helmet was coming. I thought. Yeah. Mm-hmm. He didn't take uh, it off. He took he retook his vows and he didn't take it off. But you know, gosh. I have I've got a little insider baseball for you guys if you'd like to know. If you'd I'd like a little it. fun fact, uh, oh, my yes. I used to work uh, at restaurants for years, as many of us in the entertainment industry do. And at one point, my manager. Uh, his brother is Brandon Wayne, who is one of the physical performers of The yeah. Mandalorian. And uh, I was in a conversation with them and uh, with Brandon Wayne and, and this guy, and they said, Brandon Wayne was explaining, he studied Pedro Pascal's movements to learn how to stand and walk like him. Oh, wow. And that was how he secured the, like, because he's a stunt person. Mm-hmm. He has, like, a mm-hmm. huge stunt career. But he he didn't have a lot of like regular I'm gonna be this person in the suit the whole season thing and he like kind of had the same physicality as him and he learned his like walking style and his stand like his different like standing how he leans and stuff like that because they've what people have been doing now is taking shots from The Last of Us and taking shots of Mandalorian of Pedro Pascal's character as Joel in The Last of Us and his mm-hmm. John showing how they stand the same which mm-hmm. I think could be very legit Pedro Pascal could be uh, under the helmet I just know that the other guys also practice standing like him, which is part, I guess, part of your job is being a you know a stunt double. But I thought it was really interesting, like part of the job you wouldn't think about, like oh yeah, you've got to learn how to stand. That's like crazy. This God, the details, yeah. man. Yeah, I never would have thought of that. Bless him, bless them all. But mm-hmm. anyway, yeah, I, I love that. that. Was... I love no, that's it's super interesting. <clears throat> uh, credits roll. There's no teaser. There's no nothing. Yeah, yeah they don't it's do that. That's Mar- that's Marvel shit right there. They did it in yeah, season two, true. didn't they? Didn't they do it? Did they? I don't know if they did. Oh, yeah, with Boba one. Fett. Yeah. No, season Boba two Fett. Yeah, yes. was Boba Fett and Fennec Shan killing, uh, killing what's, his, right. what's his name? Uh, uh, and that's right. Fortuna, which gave me so Fortuna. much hope. I was like, oh, my yeah. God, that's awesome. 
And I know they had his hand. I was like, this is going to be great. This is so good. He's just going to run murdering people. I can't wait. <laughs> uh, yeah, disappointed. I wanted a little something to wet my wet my whistle, you know. Uh, yeah. And no no Bubba Fett all season. No Ahsoka no, all season. I thought I thought maybe Sabrine would have made an appearance Sabine. too. Yeah. Sabine, what did I say? Sabrine. Sabrina the Teenage Witch. Sabrine the Teenage Witch. Sabrina the Teenage Witch. Why, why, why would I start getting names correct now? Why would I start doing that? <laughs> hey, you've done a great job. Don't. No. Um, no Zeb? I thought maybe we'd see Zeb one more time, I too. See Zeb. Oh, I, don't know. I thought when, we, when they went back to that like, Top Gun bar, Zeb. there was me. <laughs> I, I just thought there were so many there were so many missed opportunities for me at least just missed opportunities for moments like oh man that's awesome like first at the end I thought that when she was saying Grogu's too young to take the creek because he can't talk and they all say this is the way I was expecting him to kind of squeak out this is the way and they'd be like oh that's the way to hear him talk yeah. uh, but then I feel uh-huh. like he's probably going to be Maggie Simpson in that respect like you're never going to talk yeah I don't think he's ever going to talk. I don't know. Because Yoda has his weird way of talking. Man. Yaddle, what we learned on what Jedi tales or whatever, it's like uh-huh. she talked completely different than Yoda. And those are the only two other of those creatures that we know. So uh-huh. it's like yeah. maybe there's something up with this kid's voice that he doesn't speak. So. Yeah. And then, you know what? The whole, like, the, the fact that they did not sort of, when it said the, you know, the title of the episode was The Return. Uh-huh. I was like, Oh, they're gonna show them. They're gonna show Grand Admiral Thrawn. Like this is gonna happen. I can't wait. Yeah. And maybe you just like not nothing fast, but just a quick glimpse of him, you know, talking to Captain Pelea, Pelion, going like, yeah. "Let's go." And then you, that's it. Right. But, and instead, the return was the plant life on the, in the yes, caves of Mandalore. It, yeah. That right. was the return. And, <laughs> yeah, the I think plants it, are back. Yeah. It's, <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. What do I know? But man, I feel like. Just what Sean, exactly what you're saying. If they just did like a 10 second of little something Thrawn, that would have like made the Star Wars mania go nuts. Yeah, and, uh, just a little something. I think that was my biggest complaint about this episode. I enjoyed it. I had a great time watching okay. it. Had, you know, visually it was a lot of fun, but there was no yeah. like bottom to it. There was no like, oh, that sucks. There was no like emotional uh-huh. like or imp- sense of impending doom or, oh man, this guy's still out there. There's still you know, more stuff to be done. It was everything got wrapped up nice and cleanly and. Like Tommy said earlier, it's like sort of a like a reset for all these characters, and I do like the the, the prospect of seeing Mando go out and hunt down a bunch of Imperial warlords. I think like that's hey. I, I I like a simple sort of plot with that. Like go get these guys, and that's it. Mm-hmm. It just becomes like a cop, yeah, which is which would be cool. Um, and then you still yeah. have you know the Mandalorians back on a Mandalore, but I thought it needed some sort of like I thought Axe Woves was going to die, like something. Eh. I guess you had that in the prior episode with Pazvizla, so you could make that argument that that was it. But there was yeah. no sort of, um, I wanted some sort of link to what's going to happen next. Yeah. Yeah, I felt that too. Like I said, though, I think, I think you know, whether we wanted it or not, their purpose was to kind of reset and say, like, Ahsoka is the show about Thrawn, <laughs> you know, <laughs> and <laughs> that's what we have right now in this era of Star Wars, you know, in Andor in the past, with the Acolyte coming up in the way, way past you know, if they do another season of Obi Wan or something else like that, that'll be kind of somewhere as a yes. in betweener thing. So it's like, uh, you know, I think that was just the the point of that was to um, was to was to create season four of Mandalore as a clean slate, Mandalorian as a mm-hmm. clean slate. And then of course, they, yeah. and then they announced the movie is going to be the summation of both of these in Book of Boba Fett. Right? When does that come out? I wouldn't be surprised. Oh, sorry. I'm sorry. When do we know when that comes out? No, they haven't given any of the dates okay. for the movies that came. The, 
I wouldn't be surprised if we got like a three or four episode Book of Boba Fett season two. Maybe not a full, like kind of like a half season of that, like where they're like, we're gonna like we're gonna tell one story because they still have they have the Cobb Vanth character of um, Timothy Oliphant that's like sitting in the back of the tank, we like regenerating or whatever. It's like. You can mm-hmm. go there. There's a lot of ways you can. There's a lot of places you can go with it. So I, I wouldn't be surprised if we see something like well, that. Well, that's. I'm glad you brought him up, Cobb Vanth, because Josh, you and I were talking about this last week. The aftermath trilogy. Cobb Vanth is introduced in those books, and so that's mm-hmm. why I like okay. talk with the, like the Imperial Warlords. So I think some of those guys were pulled from there as well. Like there's some connections. Mm-hmm. Uh, anyway, excellent. Uh, do either either of you heard anything about a uh, uh, Boba Fett? another season or anything is there any talks of that going on? no that's just my guess i just don't know if they would risk doing a full season two of not risk i don't know if they'd want to spend it seems like disney as a company is pulling back right like they promised four disney plus marvel shows this year it looks like we're getting two uh which is you know i think better for the quality of the content but you know certainly mm-hmm. not for those of us whose jobs rely on analyzing uh the quantity <laughs> of it it's like okay well I sure hope those two are awesome, but, uh, you know, I just don't know if, like, doing a full eight, seven or eight episode book of Boba Fett season two is something they'd want to spend that money on. I, but I don't know. They, maybe they yeah. would. They could. Here's an idea. I think what they ought to do is that if the new story arc with Mandalorian is going to be him hunting people down, he should team up mm-hmm. with Boba Fett in that endeavor and yeah. Venice. And, and then, that's yeah. what it should be. And Create that gets a bounty Boba hunters guild of, that of gets some Boba sort. Fett yeah. out of this administrator nonsense yeah is, and which is just back. just makes him look so feeble oh, and old look god and it gets a stud double in that boba fett suit was, and that's what we need well, <laughs> exactly. a, just don't take the damn hell off you swear morrison's boys get out there get yeah. in, get in slave one get with fennec shan get mm. out there and start messing people up yes. yeah like, that's great it's totally agree with that just make it simple go get these guys yeah how do you guys uh how do you rank season three against the first two seasons of mandalorian is it That's third a good favorite? Question. I don't know. First favorite? Second favorite? Um, That's tough. I, mm-hmm. I think, sorry, I think, I think the way two ended, I think two was my favorite. And I think one and three are kind yeah. of the same to me. I think one and three are yeah. both, you know, they're, they, they're up there for, they're both good. They're, I don't, I don't think one or three, I think they both had things that were like, well, I mean, if you remember, one took forever to get to, like, what the heck the point oh, was going to be. Like, yep. I think Moff Gideon showed up at the end of episode seven, right? And then episode uh-huh. eight was was them fighting him or whatever. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I think season two, just that last sequence in season two, for me, it puts that over the edge. And then I think one and three are they're pretty much neck and neck. So but I, I'm not complaining. Yeah, I'm, I probably agree with that because I think, too, with season two, you got that Star Wars moment with Luke Skywalker mm-hmm. and the whole, like, oh, mm-hmm. my God, mm-hmm. it's mm-hmm. him type thing. Uh, yeah, and yeah. the other two seasons didn't have that. They were a lot of fun. Like yeah, I, I yeah. thought season one was like started off really well, then just slowed down, and then mm-hmm. the last couple were fantastic. And then sort of season yeah, two is yeah. the same way, um, but it had that moment. And yeah, season three was it was they've all been enjoyable. None of them, none of them to me have been though. Like that is the greatest thing that's ever been done. Like that they <laughs> nailed it. You know. Ten out of ten. Uh-huh. Yeah, and I think that's uh-huh. the difficulty of doing a TV show, right? Is yeah. like you know there are probably there's probably ten minute chunks in the movies where we're like, eh, but yeah. then the uh-huh. movie would gets us back, and by the time the credits roll, for the most part, we're like, that it was is. great. Yeah. And then a TV you show, have. you have a whole thirty five <laughs> minute episode that you're right. like, eh, and it's easier you to you know weeks. break it down and mm-hmm. yeah. I mean, for me anyway, I feel like I'm a lot more 
I, I, I scrutinize the TV shows way more because they're week to week, right? Like we're right, exactly. sit and <laughs> marinate with them. So, but yeah, <laughs> I mean, I just think, well, I mean, I never as a kid thought we were going to have these, you know, Bro. 40 minute Star Wars adventures weekly, to, you know, with, <laughs> with, with, with characters that are either adjacent or literally the characters we love. So. If you had told Good me that's time a, to be a fan, I think. Yeah, as a nine-year-old in 1983 walking out of Return of the Jedi thinking, well, no yeah. more movies, and you had told me this, my head would have blown up. Yeah. So, exactly. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. Uh, uh, Tommy, I, I want to get your take. Do you think um, Do you think Filoni and uh, Favreau, John Favreau, do you think they wanted Grogu? in the show this season or do you think they were like their, their hand was kind of forced by disney because grogu's so well, popular i'm sure there's a combination of a and b i mean i'm sure like you cannot you can't put him on the bench for too long right i mean like we eh. left season two thinking man probably season three will be a cut you know we'll get a, like an episode or two of him and luke right like training and din having to go ask for advice from luke or like checking in on a and instead, it was half an episode of Book of Boba Fett. And then we already, you know, and then the second they were back together, I don't know what your guys' uh-huh. reaction were. The reaction of the people with me and people at my work were like, oh, good. Thank God he's back. So I, you know, <laughs> I, I don't know. I guess it's kind of one of those things where I just think there's a mandate, certainly, to deliver on these popular characters. And like, you know, especially when they're even, even if they're, you know, age wise adults you know we, we meet grogu and he's 52 or whatever it's like he's seen as a baby right so yeah he can't mm-hmm. ever come under too much harm and so if that's the case as long as he's alive he's going to be on in these shows or he's going to be on a show there's no there's <laughs> no way they're not going to do that because he's way too popular and he sells way too much merchandise so yeah. I, I know that seems cynical but i also think it's right you know i think yeah. it's correct i would have yeah. i mean if, that's what people want in a perfect world i would have made him go away for most yeah. of season three and then Sure. Maybe have something play out that was similar to when Luke was training with Yoda and realized his friends were in trouble and he had to leave before his training was complete in order to help them. And see that play out on from a different end with Luke trying to convince Grogu that you need to stay, you're not ready for this, and then have Grogu yeah. leave to go help. Like I thought that, w- that would have been cool to see that yeah. dynamic play out. But yeah, that, I mean, yeah. you're one hundred percent right. Like that is you're not you're not going to sideline your star player. You're just not. No, and I think I think narratively it does still work. It's like you know, there's a lot like watching Grogu evolve as a character is fun. The problem is he evolves so slowly that it's hard to do right. You know, like a narrative story over a season of television, mm-hmm. unless mm-hmm. you time jump. Right now, if this if season four of Mandalorian jumps. I mean, granted, they also can't time jump too much because then we're into Force Awakens. So it's like, is, but if season is. two is five years from now, is, and I think no. even the, like Favreau in interviews is like not a hundred percent sure when his show is taking place. He's like, I know it's after Return of the Jedi and before <laughs> Force Awakens, but maybe it's two years after or four years. After. You know, it's no. like kind of yeah, it's kind of up in the air. So that's yeah. funny. Anyway, yeah. uh, speak of that, any uh, have you guys had any? time to reflect and think about where any crazy predictions for season four I think it's gonna be uh I think it's gonna be a they're gonna stick to the Bo-Katan storyline or are they gonna kind of go back to no I Din- think it'll be I think it'll be Din and Grogu again I think they'll start off doing missions of the week and I think they'll introduce uh probably some of that maybe maybe some of the other shadow council members that aren't so directly related to, to Thrawn you know there was seven or eight people there I think, you know, there's other warlords 
There's also, we have Elijah Kane still on uh, Coruscant, you know, running around with, with, the, with yeah. the cloning knowledge. Presumably she might uh -huh. get pulled into some things. And, you know, there are uh -huh. other characters uh -huh. that we still could revisit. And I can imagine, you know, I'm sure that there are legends, books, and comics they can pull adventures from or kind of patch together to make these new yeah. I, I, my my guess would be i will i love the idea that sean had i think it was sean i'm not sure if it was you josh i forgive me of having boba fett and fennec shand and Midliff. and din john and grogu be this kind of like fantastic four bounty hunting team i think yeah. that's really fun and you know yeah. that's what that show started off as and people liked it it was a western that was like a bad guy of the week western or mission of the week western sure it was made fun of like for how formulaic it could be, but it was also really entertaining. So yeah. I, you know, if the movies are coming back and we have other shows, I'm okay with you know they're just being a world set or a show set in the world of Star Wars that just kind of pays off the world more uh -huh. than it necessarily pays off a, a, yeah. a satisfying saga in one season. So yeah, no, I would love season four to be, um, because now Thrawn will be back. Yeah, because he's showing. I don't know how big of a part he's going to play in Ahsoka, but what I would love to see mm -hmm. is that. Uh, Din, Boba, and Fennec are sh hunting down all these Imperial warlords, but it's Grand Admiral Thrawn who's selling them out because he knows he's got to consolidate mm. power. And so, oh, that's so, funny. Yeah, you know, they'd be like, I, you know, he's sort of tipping, he's he's tipping them off to where these guys are, hey. and so you know, there's something weird going on. They can't figure out what it is, and he's the one pulling the strings to be like, all right, now all my competition hey. is out. And then that to me would be a really good jumping off point to the movie because now he is in 100 percent control. That's yeah, I like that. That's evil. Any chance uh, Cara Dune comes back? No. I don't think so. I don't, no. I mean, I just don't know. I mean, I feel like there's, people can come back from verbal miscues, right? Or, or perceive, uh -huh. it's not, she didn't physically assault anyone or, you know, it's <laughs> kind of like, I do feel like you can have redemption. I don't know that she wants it, you know, and yeah. I, you know, not <laughs> even in a political way. I think for her, her 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 business now is kind of pandering or catering to a certain uh, consumer group that if she goes back to do Star Wars stuff, she'll lose all of them there. So when you've built your brand and kind of uh -huh. gone uh, all in on it the way she has that way, it's like you kind of got, I mean, if you're going to be, if you're going to, if you're going to have an ideology behind your brand that is of a political nature, I'm trying to say this as gently as possible and not, you know, not not declare any politics on us. It's like you know, well, you kind of got to stick by it. You know, um, you can't you can't just be like, okay, sorry guys, my Disney people want me back. So I was just kidding about all of that and all of yeah. my all those times I went on you know different podcasts and like wore like anti woke hats or whatever. It's like <laughs> yeah. oh, that was just a joke. You this. I mean, it's like you know, I mean, yeah. I don't think. Yeah. I mean, you know, it's a hard thing because I don't think you a person deserves to have no career because they say some stupid stuff. I think there's a middle ground. I think if she I think people say stupid stuff every day. She doubled down on it. That's kind of, to me, her cardinal sin. <laughs> and, you know, as Dave Filoni says, yeah. it's a giant galaxy, and she's not dead. She's just somewhere else, so you never know. <laughs> she might land in some star station some someday soon and yeah. put someone in a Hurricane Rana <laughs> uh, wrestling move to all of our delight. I have no idea. <laughs> Good stuff. Uh, well, gentlemen, I think, we, uh, I think we covered that sucker pretty good. I think we got the ins and outs of that dialed in pretty good appreciate, you, fun. appreciate you guys both hopping on yeah that's good stuff my uh, pleasure for the, best, for the best uh 
goddamn coverage of CrossFit, CrossFit News, CrossFit Media. Uh, follow and subscribe to Talk Elite Fitness, and you can follow Sean at uh, S Woodland Fifty Three. Uh, Sean, I know you got your uh, two part Bocatan podcast coming out. Anything else? Yeah. Oh, I like your uh, Death by Show. That, Thank that you. That's all Lauren. She came up with that. It's getting better. You know, uh, I love think that. Was, mm-hmm. I think it's entertaining. Yeah, you know, we got some good characters on there. So yeah, thanks, man. I appreciate the nice. I appreciate yeah, the sure, endorsement. It always means a lot. Always, dude, for sure. And for the second best Star Wars coverage, uh, you could tune in to New Rock Stars. And uh, you could follow Tommy, uh, Tommy, B-E-T-C-H-T-O-L-D. Uh, Tommy, anything that can help get the get the word out? Any upcoming things you got going on? You know, just check out New Rock Stars uh, for any uh, nerdy news that you need. We love being second best, you know? First place, too much pressure. Sit in second place and watch the money roll in, is what I always say. <laughs> Good. Oh, yeah, I could definitely account to the pressure. Uh, if you want to follow me, I'm on there. I just yeah. All right, I will follow you back. Tremendous. Good stuff. All right. If you want Thanks, to, Josh. Thank you for support. having me. Absolutely, guys. Thanks, guys. Right. Let me play. Can I plug my damn podcast, Tommy? No. Hello. All right. Okay. Support the podcast. Go to fluffyduckshop.com. Follow me at Josh Kurt. Until next time, gentlemen, catch you on the flippity flip. 